Welcome to the Field Log Podcast, daily reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I am your host, Hara Sakaria. Field Log, Day 18. Every choice you make. One of my favorite quotes from James Clear's is, Atomic Habits, which is a book that I mention a lot and has been very impactful in the way I think about shaping your behaviors and building habits, goes something like, every choice you make is a vote for the kind of person you wish to become. And I still remember the first time I read the book, or well, more specifically listened to the audiobook, and I heard that quote, and I connected it to some of the things that I've learned about myelination, and neuroplasticity. So let's take a step back for a second and talk about that. When I read The Talent Code for the first time, another fantastic book, I learned about this concept called myelination. And what myelination is, and I've I've mentioned this before, is the process by which certain pathways in your brain, certain neurons, certain sequences, are made more efficient. Now, how does that happen? If you look at the brain of a newborn or a very young child, under an MRI, for example, all of the neurons, the the whole brain is going to look very bright because all of the neurons are sort of disconnected from each other a bit at first, and it takes a lot of repetitive behavior for neural pathways to start forming. So in the human brain, a thought or a behavior is just a sequence of neurons firing together. If you imagine you have something like, I don't know, it's probably dozens of millions, let's say 20 million neurons in your brain, and you have a particular tick, maybe like pick the fingernail on your middle finger with your thumb or something, that very specific behavior is stored as a sequence of neurons. So let's say neuron 3000 and neuron 5 million and a couple of other neurons fire in a particular sequence, a particular electrical signal. And the electricity passes from one neuron to the next, to the next, to the next. That specific pathway at first is not very efficient, right? You're losing a lot of the electric charge. So the behavior feels difficult or it's not entrenched yet. But every single time those neurons fire together, there's a very famous saying, I don't know where it's from, but it floats around. Neurons that fire together, wire together. And the specific way that happens is myelin, this fatty substance, which I'm pretty sure I incorrectly referred to as an amino acid in an earlier episode, but it's, it's a fat. Myelin wraps around the connections between those neurons and acts like electrical insulation. So every single time you engage in a behavior or think a thought, that pathway becomes more efficient. So you can kind of think of it like water carving a path through stone with every subsequent drop of water that that goes through a particular path, the path becomes deeper and deeper and deeper. And something very similar happens in your brain. So that's myelination. And the fascinating thing about this is that humans were not really born with any specific skills, but rather we're born with the ability to acquire specific skills. So if you think about playing the piano, right, the, the muscle movements that you have to execute, what people usually call muscle memory, to play certain chords and certain melodies and those sorts of things, you're not born with those. So to that degree, talent doesn't really exist. But every time you practice a certain movement, especially if you practice slowly and deliberately, 
that neural connection in your brain becomes more and more and more efficient until one day you could practically do it in your sleep. That's why, interestingly enough, if you're trying to kill a bad habit, the habit pathway doesn't actually really go away in your brain. You rather have to create new pathways that are stronger than the old one, right? Take old triggers, say you used to smoke cigarettes and I used to smoke cigarettes, and you have a cigarette trigger. Sometimes people will say something like, oh, every time you're tempted to smoke a cigarette, do 10 push-ups instead. Now, I've personally never used that method to quit, but the wisdom behind it, the thought behind it is actually pretty intriguing. Very spot on. It's that you take a trigger and you repurpose it. Or maybe people will say, you know, do deep breathing or take a walk. Now, with that background on myelination out of the way, we can think about this quote from Atomic Habits. Every choice you make is a vote for the kind of person you wish to become. Every single time you choose, say, the healthy option over an unhealthy option when it comes to food, or every single time your alarm goes off and you wake up immediately and you get out of bed immediately rather than lying there, you're making the behavior stronger and stronger and stronger. So if you wanted to be the kind of person who is non-reactive, if you want to be the kind of person who has discipline or patience, or if you want to smile genuinely in people when you see them, whatever it is, every time you actually make that choice, you are physically shaping your brain into that person. So this sort of leads into the thought of fake it till you make it. If you want to be confident and a confident person walks into a party and approaches two or three strangers immediately and says, hey, I don't think we've met. My name's Hara. But I do this anytime I'm in a place where I don't know anybody and I see someone and we make eye contact. I'll walk over and say, I don't think we've met. My name's Hara. What's your name? That kind of behavior or any kind of behavior will become automatic as you practice it again and again and again. So if you're trying to become someone who exercises consistently or trying to kick a certain sin habit you have, maybe you use the Lord's name in vain, right? I used to do this about a year and a half ago until someone called me out. And then what I did is what I mentioned in an episode a couple of days ago, I, I added an entry to my journal using the Lord's name in vain and I would reflect on it so it was in the front of my mind. And then every time I would do it, I would say, oh, I meant to say, Lord have mercy. And that was the, the substitute that I started using rather than, oh my God. So first you make it conscious and then you start getting a couple of wins in, right? You fall, you get back up. You fall, you get back up. I heard this quote once about the monastic life and when I was at the monastery a couple of weeks ago, and one of the monks was telling me this, this little anecdote where a monk was once asked, what is it that you do at the monastery all day? And the monk responded, well, we fall and we get back up. We fall and we get back up. So on the one hand, you could frame that as, why am I such a failure? Why do I constantly fail? Why do I constantly slip up? Why do I constantly make the same mistakes? Or you could see it as, I'm actually practicing getting back up and trying to last as long as I can before the next slip. So this choice to get back up makes you someone who's resilient, right? So every choice you make is a vote for the kind of person you want to be. Now, unfortunately, this goes both ways. So on the one hand, every time you choose to be patient or loving or friendly or calm, you're making that part of your brain stronger. You're making those neural pathways stronger. You're quite literally changing yourself physically. 
The opposite is also true. Every time you stay up late, every time you lie down in bed and pull out your phone and browse social media for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is, you're making that part of yourself stronger. So you might have days where you're choosing the right thing frequently and then days where you're choosing the wrong thing frequently. And the trick is to choose right more often than not. So every choice you make is a vote for the kind of person you wish to become. If you choose to do the right thing, if you choose to do what a man would do, what a warrior king would do, you are literally becoming that person. And if you choose to do what a weak man would do, you're becoming that person too. It adds up. No one single choice is going to change you, but it's a little vote. It's one ballot in the race for who will I become, which is ultimately the reason we're all here. That's the reason we do what we do. That's the reason we think about this. That's the reason why when my brothers are around me, when my, my friends are around me, all I seem to talk about is warrior king related thoughts, right? How to pray more, how to succeed in the gym, how to build financial freedom and wealth, how to work on your craft and build skills that you want, right? I've built a number of skills over the course of my life. I desperately wanted to be a musician. I desperately wanted to be a good singer. I was terrible when I started, but I would do my vocal drills every day. I would go to voice lessons every week for five years. And each one of those choices added up until one day I hadn't realized. I was like, I sound, I sound pretty good. I'm a pretty good singer. So now when I'm in church and I'm singing along, it happens quite frequently that someone will come up to me and say, you have a great voice. And of course, that means a lot to me because it didn't always sound that way. So you don't become the person you want to be through wishful thinking. You don't become the person you want to be through manifesting it or through telling yourself affirmations in the mirror. If I look in the mirror and I tell myself, I'm a good singer, I'm a good singer, I'm a great musician. The second I get on record, I'm still going to sound like trash. No, you become the person you want to be by giving yourself undeniable proof that it's actually true. By doing the thing again and again and again. If you want to be the kind of man who is, for example, confident talking to women, you have to actually walk up to a woman somewhere, maybe at the bookstore or something. Excuse me. I notice your dress. It looks very nice. Or whatever it is that you wanted to say to her. Or, you know, you, maybe you're more of a, a joking banter kind of guy. That's how I work. Maybe I'll make a joke about the book she's holding or something. But if you want to be the kind of man who is, say, confident talking to women, You have to do it again and again and again until you become that person and then you'll believe it. Because there might be a voice of doubt in your head saying, oh, I'm actually really bad at it. And you're like, well, this week alone, I talked to three girls that I just met in public and we had a great conversation. Maybe you really hit it off with one of them and you got her number and now you're going on a date. So that voice in your head, it's just not true. Or if you want to be physically excellent, Right before I started working out, I was 125 pounds soaking wet. So that's very, very small, very skinny by most standards. But working on it, every time I showed up to the gym, every time I made the choice to eat when I didn't want to eat, every time I sat down and did research on the best ways to train and the most effective way to build muscle, 
I made one vote, and over the course of ten years, those votes add up. And then I looked back and I said, "No one's lifting the kind of weight I'm lifting. I believe it now. This is the person I am now." So your potential to learn new skills, your potential to become a certain kind of person, to have the identity that you want, the identity of a strong man, the identity of a good leader. Your potential to do those things is virtually limitless, barring certain physical restraints. For example, if you're not six two or six three or six four, you're never going to be, or it's very unlikely you'll ever be a great basketball player. You just have a certain physical limitation. Or if you want to be a sprinter, but you don't have a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers in your legs, genetically, you might never be at the upper echelon. But the reality is that you can become excellent at virtually anything. Even if I don't become an Olympic level sprinter, I could still have the fastest forty yard dash out of anyone I know. Or even if I don't ever become a world champion in powerlifting, I can still have the biggest deadlift out of anyone I know, pound for pound. Or even if I don't become an NBA player, I could still have a fantastic three pointer. Or I could still build a massive vertical and get to the point where I can dunk. These things are possible. So the way people become world class is really just applying themselves and then to things that they're passionate about, and then seeing: Do I have the physical limitations to prevent me from that? If it's something you know sport related, or if it's something purely mental, do I have the IQ to pull this off? And you'll eventually discover the thing where you have a slight edge physically or mentally. But either way, you should become absolutely exceptional at one thing that. You might have, say, a God-given gift for, right? Say, you know, I'm six six, and I really love basketball, and I practice more and more and more. Eventually, I will be world class. Or if I have a very high IQ and I I study math a lot and I get a PhD, I may, I might become a world-renowned mathematician. So you can discover the things that you can be excellent in, but only if you vote correctly. And even if you don't have what it takes to be world class, you can still be excellent at many, many things. You don't have to shoehorn yourself, right? I used to date this girl who was very artistic, right? She was majoring in studio art in college, and I was majoring in computer science. And her mom would send us like, "Oh, you guys are just like me and your father." She was saying to her daughter, the girl. You're very artsy, just like me, and he's very logically minded, just like your father. And I took a little offense to that because even though I'm majoring in computer science, I'm getting a double major in literature and a minor in music. So I refuse to be shoehorned into, oh, you're a rational thinker and a logical thinker, and not an artist. I wanted to also be an artist, so I became an artist. And at this point, that's probably what I'm best at, beyond even. Weight training, or finance, or fashion, or the Warrior King brand and the Field Lock podcast, which are still in their infancy. My music is the most successful thing I've ever done, but that doesn't mean that I have to be an artist forever either. I can get into this space if I practice every time I sit down in this chair and I turn on the software and I say my prayer and I start recording. I'm practicing being a podcaster, and at the end of this year. One of my yearly goals is to have three hundred podcast episodes at least. So six days a week, fifty-two weeks in a year, comes out to something like, I think three hundred and ten, three hundred and twelve, something like that. And we started week two, but still, the math checks out. 
So when I've recorded 300 podcast episodes or more, and I, I have, you know, a thousand downloads, 10,000 downloads, what, whatever, whatever audience God allows this podcast to reach. When those numbers are behind me and I made those votes every single day or six days a week for a year, I'll believe it. I will be a podcaster. You become a podcaster by podcasting. You become an athlete by training. You become wealthy by earning. You become good with women by talking to women. Right? Sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. That's a quote from Adventure Time, by the way. Great show. So you build those skills. You become the person. You achieve the identity by just doing it. Every single world-class athlete had to kick the ball for the first time at some point. A journey of 10,000 steps begins with one step. So understand that the thing that separates you from the greats is just the behaviors that they do on a daily basis. Whatever it is that you're passionate about. If you want to be a writer, write. If you want to be an athlete, train. If you want to be a husband, become a strong man and, and speak to women that you find attractive and eventually that connection will be made. If you want to start a podcast or a website or build an app, start writing the code, start recording. Whatever it is, every choice you make matters. But don't beat yourself up when you make the wrong choice, right? I have plenty of bad days. In fact, we just recorded a field log episode on hard days. Everyone has them. Days where you don't do what you're supposed to do. Days where things just don't go the way they're supposed to go. That was one day of voting. You have almost 400 days of voting this year. So right now, as you're listening to this episode, in the morning, getting ready, brushing your teeth, whatever it is that you're doing, pull out your notes app. Write down one identity that you want to achieve. And if you've already done this with your yearly goals, feel free to skip it. But if you haven't, pick just one. I don't care what it is. Pick one identity and then ask yourself, what does this person do every day? How does this person vote every day? Have a clear, a crystal clear picture in your mind. I've even gone so far as to create what you might call an alter ego, right? My chrismation name, my orthodox name is Marcion, after Emperor Saint Marcion. So in my mind, this is the person I'm striving to become, right? A faithful Orthodox Christian who does what he's supposed to do as a man. So sometimes I ask myself, what would he do? What would Marcion do in this situation? And usually the answer is pretty obvious. So just do that thing. And if it's too difficult, do it on a smaller scale. If your goal is to be a world-class powerlifter, what would a world-class powerlifter do today? Well, he'd get all his meals in. That's easy. I can do that. I can eat just like him. He'd show up to train. I can do that too. And then he deadlift 700 pounds. Well, I can't do that yet. So let's do it on a smaller scale. I can deadlift 200 pounds today or 300 or 400 or 500, whatever it is. Do what the identity that you want to achieve does. You don't become who you want to be without voting for him. So vote for him today. Become that person today. Make the right choices today. And then the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that.
That's it for today's episode of the Field Log Podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can follow or subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening on right now. You can also leave us a review. Definitely helps the show out, especially in the beginning. You can find me on Instagram at XXLHara. You can give me a follow, shoot me a message. We can have a conversation. You can also find Warrior King on Instagram at warriorking.cx. And you can find us on the web at warriorking.cx for resources like the 2023 Goal Setting Guide, which is going to help you set and achieve actionable goals this year and build the habits to become the person you want to be, as well as the Warrior King Training Protocol, which is the training routine that I put together over the last 10 years to help me achieve the physique and strength that I have today. If any of those resources sound interesting to you, you can find the links in the show notes below. They're all free. You can also seek them out if you want. And as always, conquer the day. Conquer the day.